Hi, you are now tuned into All That Jazz with yours truly, Jasmine Rennell. Child, we've been in quarantine for over a month due to this virus. No definite end date in sight. Most states have issued stay-at-home orders. Our non-essential businesses have been forced to close. The school year is over. All of these major changes happen so quick. And we still adapting to this new way of life that's been brought upon us. And it's so easy to get caught up with what's being said in the news and on social media. What should we be listening to? And what can we ignore for that matter? Irregardless, I'm sure that we all can agree that we is tired, we is frustrated, and we is completely over. COVID-19. Hence, I wanted to bring someone who is on the front line fighting this virus, someone who puts in hundreds of hours week after week to make sure she is fulfilling her purpose and calling as a nurse, a beautiful soul, my fellow Southern University alumni, Nurse Adia. Thank you for being here. <laughs> thank you. Hey, y'all. What's up to those of you who are listening? Um, so can you just tell my listeners, there's so many great things about you, but just give them a little introduction about who you are. <laughs> um, so I'm Adia. I graduated from Southern A&M Ooh. May 2019 um, from the nursing school. I'm a bachelor's prepared registered nurse and I work in dialysis. For a while after I first graduated, I worked on the neuro stroke unit with MedSearch Overflow. Now I work in dialysis, so I work with kidneys and I filter patients' blood. Basically, I do everything for them that a kidney would normally do, and I regulate it through a machine. So I cleanse their blood, I get rid of those toxins that they can on their own, monitor their blood pressure, um, a bunch of assessment skills paying very close attention, stuff like that. So that's what I do. And thank you so very much for all your hard work. Um, I brought Adia here today because we are going to discuss this elephant that's sitting in the room that we all are facing. Coronavirus! Coronavirus! According to the CDC, this coronavirus disease 2019 is not the same as other coronaviruses that commonly circulate among humans. There are many types of human coronaviruses that cause mild illness like the common cold and other upper respiratory tract illnesses. So, Adi, can you tell us like what is this virus and what it does? Yeah, so 
The virus begins and ends in the lungs. The cases are usually more severe in older or immunocompromised individuals. Um, early in infection, the, the virus invades two types of cells. The two types are mucus-producing cells and ciliated cells. Mucus keeps your lungs from drying out and protects them from pathogens. Cilia beats the mucus towards the exterior of your body, clearing debris from the lungs, including viruses. So now, since the lungs are messed up, the ability to create oxygenated blood is decreased. So now your other organs can't get that blood supply or oxygenated blood supply they need. So the other organs are failing now, too. Um, there are no specific treatments for the coronavirus, um, but symptoms can be treated through support care. Also, there's vaccines currently in development. Our hearts definitely go out to those families who have lost loved ones who have died from this virus. Um, the Advocate, which is a Louisiana newspaper, reports that over 400,000 people have recovered from the virus, which is definitely comforting and sends out a beacon of hope. But to those who are trying to overcome the virus, Adia, what are you seeing like in the hospitals? It's really sad and it's really real. Um, there's been many who have died and they have to die alone. They aren't allowed any visitors and those who do get visits, it's only because they're near end of life. So when the family comes, they're allowed 10 minutes with the patient and they have to suit up, mask up, gown up, just like us. Most of the time, the doctors explain the situation, what the outcome is most likely to be, um, the prognosis, they explain all of that over FaceTime. The family has time to ask questions and we're just patient with them. So they do that so that when they actually come to the hospital, those 10 minutes can actually be solely focused on spending time with the family member and um, saying their last goodbyes or just use those 10 minutes to spend with the family member. They're really trying to crack down on infection control and um basically not spreading it even more. So it's sad. It's sad that they have to die alone. And on a side note, it's sad. It's real sad when you see people that you work with catch it and they were only being uh, trying to help out others. Wow. Now they end up with it. So how is this virus affecting healthcare workers um, professionally and even more so mentally and emotionally? It's taking a toll on everyone. Um, it, it's stressful. I know a couple of coworkers who threatened to quit if they didn't get hazard pay. We work long hours, and then you can imagine dressing out every time you go in a room. You got a double glove, put two masks on, put a gown on, make sure you take it off a certain wow. way. There were people at my job that were having discussions. Um, they said that they went home, that... They had one lady had a discussion with her husband about how she wants her funeral arrangements. One man hadn't seen his children in two weeks because he was scared that he would bring it home to wow. his children or he would just be working so much overtime. He was too tired. They was already asleep by the time he got home. Um, basically, everyone's just working a bunch of overtime and burning out. Many of the COVID patients kidneys are being injured. So more than the normal amount of people, 
that have been needing dialysis, they need it now. So sometimes the doctors want them to be dialyzed back to back when regularly only a person will only be dialyzed three times a week. So when you have the COVID patients who need dialysis multiple times a week, and then you also have the regular dialysis patients that need theirs three times a week, um, it adds up. And each person's treatment takes two to three hours a day. Wow. And I mean, two to three hours to run the treatment. And there's only 24 hours in a day. So you do all those patients times two to three hours. It, it becomes a lot. Thank you to Adia and all the essential workers, not just in the United States, but across the world that are putting their health on the line every day, serving the public. So uh, right now, your girl just got to take a break and pay some bills because I am not teaching right now. So we'll be right back. Hey, what's up? It's your boy, B. Monroe. Hey, and it's your boy, Chuck All Day. And we coming to you live straight from Kingsvent. That's K-I-N-G-Z-V-E-N-T, a hot new podcast where we talk about all things. Hey, 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 hey. This when real men get together and we sit down and we talk about real issues and real facts. But we also will keep it cool too and do a lot of dumb shit. So, hey, stay tuned and fuck with the kids. Yeah, remember that's K I N G Z B E N T. Kingsman on all social media platforms. Get at us. so many things about COVID-19. Um, let's talk about how we're going to get through this. And me personally, I'm thinking prevention and positivity. How can we implement prevention and positivity in our daily quarantine lives? To protect yourself, you want to practice regular hand washing Avoid anyone coughing or sneezing and practice social distancing. Respiratory viruses are typically transmitted via droplets and sneezes or coughs of those that are infected. So preventing their travel prevents the spread of the disease. To stay positive, Proverbs 17.22 tells us that a merry heart do good like medicine, but a broken spirit dries the bones. So during this time, you should be counting it all joy. Every day, find things to be grateful for. Be grateful for your life, a stable mind, a place to lay your head. Thank them for your stimulus check, something. And if you can't learn how to be grateful, you can lose yourself in what you feel like you're missing during this quarantine time. Before we close, I want to allow Dia to give my queens who are listening some words of wisdom on just how to balance um, your professional and your personal life or how you do it during these hard times. <laughs> so how I keep a work-life balance is I do fun things. I go to the beach. I go see my family. I do a lot of self-care, soak in the yes. tub, you know, do an at-home pedicure, manicure, I know on social media, it may look not look like I practice a bunch of um, social distancing and quarantine, but whatever I do, I do make sure whatever it is that I'm doing, it's 10 people or less, and 
that I stay six feet apart from others. Um, <laughs> it's sometimes I don't take my own advice, but that is what's supposed to be done. Hope you ladies are listening. Like you have no excuses not to be out here living in your purpose and still taking care of yourself. Thank you all for tuning in. Make sure you're staying safe and positive. Call it. And check on your grandmother and your grandfather. Make sure they okay. And make sure you stay masked up and prayed up. Prayed up. And remember to fuel your main line. <laughs> Y'all know about that. Stay tuned. Bye. Bye.